What's up, everybody? Welcome to Hapticast Unscripted. This is Haptic Intel. My name is Brett Roberts. I'm joined by Josh Tull. Josh, what's going on, my friend? Yeah. We're doing something a little bit different. So for the next couple of weeks, uh, you're going to be very, 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 very busy. So we figured we would record some audio-only podcast episodes mm. for our Spotify and our Google Podcasts and our audio or Apple, uh, whatever the fuck they call their podcast service. Yeah, the audio troglodytes. We're calling them the the audio troglodytes, yes. That's um, right. So this is a podcast for you guys, and we're going to be, I think, doing a little preview on YouTube so people can kind of get a little taste for what these are. But uh, yeah, so this is going to be basically a podcast where we talk for an hour. I forgot to start the timer for an hour, but I That's just started awesome, the timer. Dude. And yeah, we're going to be talking for about an hour about just life and, and games and entertainment and media and um how much we want to suck each other off basically so yeah i'll tell you what you have a voice for radio my friend yeah i'm a little low energy right now and seeing how it's audio only i figured i would give everybody a little little audio voice you know podcast voice yeah i like it it's uh it's sultry i i appreciate that thank Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. there's a there's a rise in my loins (laughs) that's good to hear I just figured, you know, like uh, this is a little, little more low energy. People are going to be listening to this while they're working or, uh, you know, mm-hmm. jerking off. So I figured oh. I would, wow. I would give everybody a little something different. Mm-hmm. But uh, and every once in a while, we'll just it'll be a what's the Eric Andre thing? Time to scream. I have no idea what you're talking about, but it can it can definitely be time to scream. Yes, you know what I mean, like that thing where it's just yeah. where he just it's the meme where it's you know it's the time to scream and he just goes. You know, like that. Oh yeah, and here's the thing: I may, I may interject sound effects from our soundboard, mm-hmm. and that's gonna but... break your eardrums. And that's okay. The famous, the famous haptic intel soundboard. Yeah, so you're gonna get some of that as well. Um, we're a minute and twenty two seconds in, or possibly longer at this point. Um, here's what I want to talk about. The first thing I would like to talk about with you, Josh. Mm-hmm. Uh. I've had to wear suits a lot lately. Yeah. I've been doing a lot of... And you look very dashing in them, I might add. I I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've had to do a couple events for work where I've had to, you know, go to to big-time events where I'm a tough guy and I got to wear suits. Big-time rush. Yeah, big-time rush. Speaking of, we just found out that... So this is going to be like a total off-topic from the suits thing now, but Mm -hmm. the the girl from Spy Kids, Uh, Alexi... Carmen Cortez... Carmen Cortez, Alexia Vega, Alexa Vega. Yeah. Married a guy from Big Time Rush. Oh, you're right. And they fused their last names together. Rather than her taking his last name or hyphenating, mm-hmm. they just fused them together. And so I think his last name is Pena. Yeah. So they're Pena Vega. So. Wait, so her full last name is in there. But his yeah. full last name is not in there. No, it is. His last name is Penna. I thought you said it was Pe- Oh. I'm looking it you up. Just, you pronounced it. I got it. So it's Penna Vega. Like Penne Pasta. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, That's they have interesting. Three, they have three children. 
and I remember their names being really interesting. I'm Googling it right now. So they were kind of like the, they were like, let's give, let's do like the celebrity couple name thing, but with our last name only. Yeah. And they, and they made that their legal last name. So, so wait, wait, so how's it different than just hyphenating then? Cause there's no hyphen. It's just their last name is. Oh, they literally Vega. just, they literally just mighty Morphin power Rangers last name. Yeah, her name is Alexa Penavega, and his name is uh, Carlos Penavega now. Uh-huh, and their kids are, last name is Penavega, I guess? All right, so you're not going to believe this. What, what their kids' names are? Yeah, so the one is Kingston James Penavega, which is like, I like okay. That. That's kind of a powerful That's, name. Yeah, it's okay. It's got energy to it. Rio Ray Penavega. That sounds like a porn star name. But still, like, or Or a wrestler, or a wrestler name. Yeah, Rio Ray, mm-hmm. Rio Ray. Mm-hmm. All right, their third child, Ocean King Penavega. All right, now we're just <laughs> in full ridiculous territory. Ocean, Ocean fucking King, dude. Yeah, dude. Shark Boy King, <laughs> Shark Boy and Lava Girl King. Yeah, I I just couldn't believe it. It Ocean... was like a rabbit hole we went down the other day because Spy Kids Two was on TV. Right, which is a, a great film, I might add. Yeah, Steve Buscemi, right? Yeah, Robert Rodriguez directing in his prime. I think he did that one. I think he did he all rules. of them, didn't he? He, uh, yeah, he did all the Spy Kids, and he and more, Machete, and Shark Boy and Lava Girl. I don't yeah. actually know if he did Machete Kills or not. And you know, of course, now of recent fame, fucking uh, uh, Boba Shite. Yeah, he did do an episode of of uh, no, Boba Fett. He, he, he like was the executive producer on it. Oh, was he? And he wrote it. Yeah, because he did. He did the episode in the the second season of The Mandalorian with Boba Fett, and so he just like took over with John Favreau and uh, ED to Boba Fett show. Oh, interesting. And, and helped write it. Well, his most recent Netflix film was like a sequel to Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Wait, what? Yeah, he did a Netflix uh, Netflix film, and it was a sequel to Shark Boy and Lava Girl, and it was um. Wait a minute. I'll find out what it's called right now. I'm on Letterboxd it's, right now. It's called Robert Rodrigo, uh, director. Oh my god, he did Alita. Uh, yeah, he did do Alita. I Battle forgot, Angel. I forgot he did Sin City. He did Dusk Till Dawn. All right, this man has made some fucking bops, dude. And some shite, dude. Don't Spy forget. Kids. Okay, yeah. Spy Kids. Spy Kids Two. Spy Kids Three D. Slick Over. Uh, Shark Boy and Lava Girl. The second Sin City, which is not good. And then, yeah, he did do Machete Kills. And uh, a bunch of other stuff. Uh, it's called We Can Be Heroes. Hmm. We Can Be Heroes is an American superhero film written by Robert Rodriguez. It is a standalone follow-up to the adventures of Shark Boy and Lava Girl in three D. He was also the cinematographer and editor of the film. Okay, you want to hear something funny? What's so, that? So he did Machete and Machete Kills. Mm-hmm. What if I told you there's another Machete movie in the works called Machete Kills Again in Space? All right, well, that's very fitting. <laughs> anyway. I feel like that's very fitting. It's like a very B-movie Oh, it's way to take in, it. We're in like C-movie tier now, dude. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, what you were saying about suits. So, yeah, so I I've been wearing a lot of suits lately and it's been 
uncomfortable. I don't like it. I rented a suit from Men's Warehouse uh, for the one event. Mm-hmm. I I bought a suit from like Jay Z Penny, and it doesn't really even fit me very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the reason I'm bringing it up is I'm, I want to ask: Have you ever seen the clip of Steve Harvey talking about suits? I have not. I don't think. So you know how he's like the host of Family Feud. Yes. So like a clip went viral of him. I guess it was like after they filmed an episode of Family Feud. Mm-hmm. And he's just talking to the crowd, giving them advice, you know, making them feel good, sending them home happy, if you will. And he says, basically, this is what he says. I'm going to tell you right now, you need to have five suits. Mm-hmm. You need to have five different combinations of suits. You need a black top, a green top, a red top, a purple top, a magenta top. And you need black pants, gray pants. And he just goes on and on and on. Mm-hmm. And he names every type of color and material and, and article of clothing you can have so that you can have a combination of like 40 different suits, basically. He gives you like the master, the cheat code, if you will, yeah. so, to what you need to own in order to have a bunch of suits, like different combinations, yeah. really. So I see here, apparently the line is, my secret to flipping five suits into 75 suits. There it is. With yeah. Steve Harvey. That's it. But it's just, it's ridiculous how long he goes on for it. You get the blue, the blue shirt and the blue pants. And he just goes on and on. And and, and I see Steve Harvey is also, uh, what's his name now? What's that? The kids. And that's how you're talking. Bill Cosby. That's yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. My Steve Harvey needs a little bit of work if I'm being honest, but, yeah. uh, but yeah, I just, I saw the clip and, it made me think, like, I mean, he's right. Yeah. Like, that's a really good way to go about buying suits. But I don't know if I want to take advice from Steve Harvey is all, you know? Well, I mean, I here's, ask. here's the thing. How often in your line of work, other than recently, have you really ever had to wear a suit that much? Not not really recently. I mean, it's, kind of, it's the type of thing where it's like, if I want to step my game up, I can. Right. But I, I don't know if I want to do that but yet. Why would you? You, you know, I, I, here's the thing. I hate wearing suits. Yeah. Any excuse I can get to not wear a suit, I'll do it. And if there's a situation, and especially I'm at this point now with after COVID and everything, if there's like a situation where people are like, you know, it's like a, you know, like you have to like get dressed up. I'm like, is this a business casual? Is yeah. this, is this an elevated business casual? Is this a, you know, business attire where i have to wear a suit and i could not tell you the last time i actually had to wear a suit even with my current job and going to like board meetings and stuff like that it's like yeah you know business casual whatever nobody really gives a shit yeah anymore and i feel like especially now like if you're not in like the quote-unquote business world what am i what am i doing owning suits for you know yeah and they're expensive too they are now i mean I, i do have three i think i have three or four suits that i actually own but so that's good though, because then you have a combination of what, fifty maybe? I don't know. Steve Harvey, it figure out how many different combinations mm-hmm. you can have. But that's the thing he's telling you, like, you know, you got to get what was it, five different suits and turn it into seventy five. Like that's five suits. That's a lot of money right off the bat. It is. Suits are expensive, it's especially expensive. to get a suit that fits you well. Because if you want a suit that really fits you well, you really need to go to like a tailor or something. You need either buy something that's like a little too big so you can go to a tailor and get it, you know 
curved fit to you or you need to go to like men's warehouse or another outlet and really get like measured and fitted for a suit and at that point you're talking three four five six hundred dollars for a suit yeah for a good one and even shitty suits are like one to two hundred bucks yeah there was a store at, at this mall this local mall where we live and uh, it's one of the shittier malls. You you probably know exactly which one I'm talking about, Josh. Uh, yeah, Schittsville, USA. I know exactly. Yeah, and there was a, a a suit store, probably literally called Suit Mart, it and you could literally go there for like hundred bucks, like Suit Mart. Yes. Yeah, and you just get a suit for. You literally tell them, you go, "Hey, man, listen, I have like two hundred bucks. Can you give me a suit?" And it'll like literally get you a nice suit. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, I mean, it's just ridiculous. I, I hate wearing suits. I sweat profusely all the time so i, I mm-hmm. sweat in suits uh and i just went to another event recently it was at the uh, jersey shore mm-hmm. and i'm gonna tell you right now i didn't even know i was going to this event until maybe 24 hours beforehand i kind of got put in on the spot they told me i had to go i said okay so i went and we get there and everyone's everyone's wearing a little bit of something different and it wasn't until the event started around 6 30 it wasn't until 8 30 when the ceremony actually started that someone said, hey, did anyone give you guys the dress code? And me and my coworkers were like, no. And they were like, oh, the theme was beach, like beach day. Dress like you're like going to the beach or something like that. And I was like, what? Where was this? How did you get this information? He's like, oh, they emailed everybody that had tickets. I'm like, well, I didn't have to. Like, you know what I mean? I right. just I got invited to go for my company. I didn't even... So I'm sitting there wearing like a suit. Everyone else is wearing like polo, like Hawaiian t-shirts and stuff. And I'm wearing like a nice outfit. So that kind of shit's annoying. Dress codes are stupid. Yeah, man. Wear whatever the fuck you want, dude. Yeah. All the time. They just need to, we need to stop blurring the lines. No more business casual. Like, let's just, you know, have levels here. Have business, have casual. Don't tell me the in-between. If I want to go in-between, I'll go in-between. Don't. Right. Don't make it. It's in between. Don't tell me business casual, because then do I go more business or do I go more casual? And then definitely don't say it's beach day. Yeah. Although I mean, to be honest, I, I'd rather wear beach attire every day. A little little well, button down, you know, loose fit and Hawaiian shirt and some nice, nice little non-liner. Uh, uh, what do you call them? swimsuits? Swim trunks? Yeah. Oh, the liner. Who keeps the liner in? Now, first of all, if you purchase swim trunks with liners and you don't take the liner out, I don't know what you are. Second of yeah. all, uh, people should be looking exclusively for swimsuits without liners. If you're a woman listening to this podcast, number one, God bless you. Number two, <laughs> you don't understand that the netting, there's netting in our in these swim trunks that we would buy, you know, as men. And all they do is just grab you and pull you and they, just. They fuck you up, dude. They fuck you up real hard. I just yeah. wear basketball shorts when I go because it's the yeah. same thing as like no, that, just wearing. Yeah, that's fair. I like you know? I like the like the thin material on a lot of swim trunks. Mm. But here's the other thing: is I'm wearing underwear when I wear those. Mm. I'm wearing underwear when I wear those. I don't want the liner, but I can't have too much freedom down there. Interesting. You know what I'm saying? You don't want a little fart to turn into a little shite, and then a little shite's in the pool. No, I'm I'm worried more about the chafing aspect of it. Mm. I'm a serial chafer. And uh, me too. And uh, you know, I, I use I use a cold bond spray. Nice. Uh, but uh, even then, you know, if there's if there's if there's nothing uh, in between there, we're looking at a at a chafing situation. So, my fiance turned me on to something. We call it chub rub. 
And it's just a gold bond deodorant stick that's made for chafing. Mm-hmm. And you rub it between your thighs and yeah. your balls. That sounds good. awesome, dude. It's good, dude. It works really well. We uh, used it at Disney. Mm. Yeah. So What I use is basically just you know spray baby powder. Yeah. See, I was using – it's so funny because I was actually just – I just started using baby powder. My whole life, my dad, he mm-hmm. always used baby powder. Every day, he would, you know, for the powder, he would fucking do it. And then – it would always leave a fucking little powder residue on the floor yeah, where you used it and shit. So I started using it recently and it helps. Number one, it deodorizes. So if you're sweaty like me, it doesn't stink at all. It's, it's right. nice. It's cooling. Makes mm-hmm. you feel good. I put a little, and this is a little TMI, I put a little in my crack Yeah, and sure. uh, feels nice. Right. Yeah. So, but, but the problem is see, and Shaq doesn't tell you this in the commercial when you're, when you're buying the gold bond, the Shaq isn't there to tell you, the lid, the little twisty lid, sucks, dude. And yeah, mine, dude. mine's permanently open. Uh, yeah, let me tell you something, dude. Actual, legit baby powder, it's a mess. Yeah, dude. It's a fucking mess. I'm not yeah, and if you're wearing it. certain types of clothes, you, it fucking comes out sometimes. You can see it. It's just a mess, yeah, dude. And then the, you get, like, like you said, you get powder all over the floor, and then you have to clean it up, and... Yeah, you or know. you don't see it, and your fiance yeah. yells at you. you yeah, know. or then you you know you don't see it, and then it gets wet, and then you slip, and you fucking die. Yeah, you know? break your neck on the bathroom floor. Yeah, that shit's a fucking mistake. <sighs> yeah, what a terrible design on that lid, by the way, too. Just the tiniest yeah. holes with the thinnest fucking twist. That what are we doing? And I just spin it, and it just keep it keeps spinning. It doesn't yeah. stop. It just kept spinning. And there's no there's no good way to get just a little out that you need. When you squeeze that stuff or turn it over, it's all coming out. It's either not enough or too much. Yeah, dude. Well, because I'm gonna switch to the spray. Yeah, it's 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 good because if it gets quite a frankly, little... did not know there was spray. Oh yeah, I uh, I have it over there. I don't feel like getting up, and also nobody will be able to see it anyway. So yeah, but it's literally just it's it's gold bond. No mess body body powder, fresh spray. Nice. And it comes in a, a yellow thin can with a red cap. Yeah, that's how they do it. The yellow yeah. and the red. And there's the also branding. there's a there's a white and a red bottle, which is a, a different scent that I mm. don't like. Okay. It's like I'll have to look into it. Like Hawaiian, it smells like ass. Speaking of uh, products that you could buy in the store. Did you hear about Five Gum and what they just rolled out? No. No. Dude. I haven't, first of all, I haven't chewed Five Gum in 80 years, and I remember not, I remember, like, liking Five Gum, and then not really liking their, like, advertising, because it was always edgy. Yeah. It was like the Axe Body Spray of gum. hmm And you remember but, people used to put the, like, wrappers on their, like, their notebooks and shit? Yeah, you could do a lot with the rappers. Like, I saw someone on TikTok that uh, she's a teacher, and her classmates, like, put them on the wall. Yeah, anyway. And they make a whole wall of it. Yeah. But, but yeah, so um, they just unveiled a new product for gamers, and I know we're typically a gaming product podcast. Product for gamers? Yeah, so they introduced, like, this new called gum. called Gamer Gum, dude? It's called Respawn. <laughs> wow. Uh, and it gives you better reaction time in your games. No, it doesn't. And helps you focus. No, it doesn't. I just don't like <laughs> like what kind of an attempt at getting the kids back like that's like the that sounds like the excessive RBG version of gamer food RBG RGB sorry oh the lights yeah like gotcha. everything you know everything gamer brand has to have like fucking RGB yeah 
you know. Yeah, it reminds me of like the protein powder that people drink for gaming, which yeah. I mean, maybe that helps, but Mountain Dew game fuel. Mountain Dew, yeah, game fuel will help you. So, but that's yeah, I just stupid. Wait, what yeah, is this called? Respawn? Five gum respawn, yeah. Is EA gonna have a problem with that, dude? Uh, maybe. And they might there might even be multiple flavors too. Um, I saw it online and I couldn't believe it was real. I, I don't even know if it's new or if it's if it's been around or what, but first of all, okay, so I'm going to the website for it and it's making me enter my birth date for some reason. That's not good. I hate Age this. restricted. I hate this. It's literally R RGB fucking branded on their website. This is the a game mess. has a the game or the gum I call it the game. The gum has an age restriction. That's how you know it's edgy. Uh, uh, this is the gum for gamers, infused with B vitamins and green tea extract. Respawn. I mean, five gum helps gamers maintain focus. Maybe it does help with like uh, that stuff, but to say it to market it like as a gaming thing is just so weird. Dude, you ready for this? What developed in collaboration with Razer, the world's no. lifestyle brand for gamers. <laughs> There's fucking microchips in your gum, dude. Dude, oh my god! All right, so they got cool mint, pomegranate, watermelon, and tropical punch. That's gross, dude. Wow. Also, their website's using like the fucking shittiest resed fucking PNGs I've ever seen. This is like the blue light glasses, but you chew it, dude. Oh my god, this this is a mess. It's unfortunate. It's also not sugar free, so fun fact. I don't think they care about that. Uh, trying to get the gamers, dude. All right, the ingredients. Yep, there's sugar in there. Mm. This all looks like bullshit to me. Do you think we can get them to sponsor us? I don't fucking want. I'll tell you what I. I ain't I ain't doing ad reads for fucking respawn fucking gum, dude. With new five gum respawn, you can chew and goo faster than ever before. On Amazon, a box costs twenty six fifty four. What's a box mean? Let's see. It is ten packs or a hundred and fifty sticks. For twenty five bucks? For twenty six fifty. So that is Twenty six fifty divided by ten is two dollars and sixty five cents a pack. Dude, all I know is if I'm watching some esports and some little little kid from Korea pulls out a stick of gum and it's five gum respawn, I'm done. They also have powder branded powder with what? Pa like a like a like an energy drink powder mix with, that's branded along with it called respawn in green apple. Probably tasty. I like green apple. And blue raspberry pomegranate tropical pineapple. Made mm. by Razor. That's just so ridiculous. They have a full... Dude. Things oh, were so much better when it was just Mountain Dew Code God. Red, dude. They have a full respawn store on Amazon for this shit. With what? Different flavors? With fucking shaker bottles, gum, drink mixes. This is a mess, dude. Well, I'm sorry for even bringing attention to it. I don't want to give them any any money. The first consumables brand for gamers. What? I'm going to kill myself. All right, I'm sorry. I just went down a rabbit hole with that. <sighs> yeah, I don't know about all that. I uh, I think that's the end of mankind as we know it. 
More like sheet spawn, am I right? Yeah. More like sheet spawn. Well, we're about 22 minutes in, 23 minutes in. Yeah, I think we should just end now. I think so, too. It's it's been great. Thanks, guys, for watching or listening. No, but for real. um, You know, another thing I wanted to talk about, uh, this is unscripted, but I do have, like, some some talking points here. And one of the things I have in my notes is uh, it just says, making the bed is bullshit. Mm. And I thought we could talk about that a little bit. So, basically, my fiancé likes our house to be really clean and really nice. Mm -hmm. And... That's I what don't fiancés are fours, right? Yeah, and I, I just got to be honest, I don't really care about that, that at all. Yeah. Uh so she likes God, a little farting man just drove by my house. Um I don't know if you heard that. But uh so yeah, she likes the the bed to be made and mm-hmm. and and I don't mind. I do it to appease her. But like I remember when I was in high school, I would literally just get out of bed and then at in at the end of the day crawl back in my little nest uh, yeah dude you know what i mean yeah dude i fucking know what you mean it felt good to dude. just crawl back in there mm-hmm. and when it's made it's like oh, i gotta make my nest again you, you know gotta undo it yeah so yeah. so i guess i mean you're not the one making the bed but the bed is getting made every day no no i i do make the bed oh, i'm usually do? the last one out of it so oh, i yeah no. so you have <laughs> make to make it. it yeah yeah that i don't like that yeah, I make the bed. I uh, so here's the thing. I live in two camps. Either my yeah. bed does not get unmade, mm-hmm. or my bed does not get made. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what that means. So listen, for example, in the summer, yeah, usually in the warmer months, my bed gets made, and then it never gets unmade, and I sleep on top of it, like outside of like the comforter because it's too hot. Mm-hmm. And I will just have a little throw blanket if I need it, if I get a little chilly in the summer. Okay, so you just sleep on top of your made bed. Pretty much. Okay. In the, in the winter, I ain't made You could have just said that. It would have been way easier. Uh, in the winter, it ain't getting made at all. Okay. It ain't getting made at all. The most I will do is if I get out of bed to like go to the bathroom or something, I will actually pull the covers over my little nest area. So it stays warm. Go to the bathroom, come back, oh. and then crawl right back into that thing. Oh, that's taking it a step further. There's noth- even... Dude, there is nothing worse than getting out of that fucking nest when it's cold as shit out. Mm-hmm. And then all that heat escapes. And then you get yeah. back in, and it's freezing cold, and it's ruined. And then my night's ruined, and then I'm awake. Yeah. You know? I can understand that. I've never done that, but I can I can totally get that. Well, let me tell you what. It'll change your life. you got to keep that heat in there. Well, I have another person in my bed, sometimes a dog, sometimes a cat, sometimes, you know, there's just, there's a lot going on. So for me, I don't, for me, it's usually too hot under the covers. So mm-hmm. mm. you ever sleep with like one leg out, you one leg out type of person? All the time. Yeah. Really? All the time. Yeah. I sleep on my side most of the time. Mm-hmm. I'm a big, sl- I actually, so I'm a big stomach sleeper. Me too. Big time. And I'm a yeah. side sleeper when I'm on my side. I kind of tuck the blankets in between my legs and hug it mm. like a body pillow. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I cannot sleep on my side. Really? Ever. Yeah, I don't sleep on my side. I pretty much am an exclusive stomach sleeper. Mm. And uh, usually, actually, too, pretty much every night, like, you know, I'll lay in the bed and scroll on my phone for a little bit or watch something on YouTube on my phone to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And if I start on my back, like, watching it or listening to something, even if I start to fall asleep, my body like instinctively just turns over and goes in my stomach. 
mm. even if I'm Interesting. Like, going to bed, you know, falling asleep. Yeah, do you toss and turn a lot? I really don't anymore. I used to, but I'm a pretty pretty stationary sleeper at this point. I also don't snore anymore, mm. which is great. I used to be a big snore, but I don't snore anymore, which is really nice too. So I pretty much just put my face in the pillow and, you know, I don't Suffocate move. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. <laughs> but I am, I'll tell you what I am. I'm a big drooler. Drooler. Yeah, dude. I don't know what it is, but sometimes I wake up, my whole fucking pillow is soaked with drool. It's disgusting. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. It's disgusting. I'm a big uh, tooth gr- teeth grinder. I grind my teeth. Really? Yeah. Do you wear like a mouth guard or anything for that? Yeah, they gave me one and I just don't wear it. Because I'm, I'm also like, uh, I can't sleep if there's like something, I don't know, it's not comfortable. And I can't sleep because I feel like there's something there and I'll keep fucking with it. Because my thing is like, I... I basically subconsciously fuck with my mouth without realizing it. I do it all the time. Like if I get a song stuck in my head, I'll grind my teeth to the beat of the song. Or if I'm listening to music, I grind my teeth. I do it when I'm awake. Hmm. So when I'm sleeping, I just do it without even realizing subconsciously, I guess. Hmm. So the thing is when I have this thing in my mouth and I'm trying to go to sleep, it's all I can, I'm hyper fixated on it. Hmm. So I don't wear it. Hmm. That's fair. It's also sharp in some spots. It just, it's not comfortable. That doesn't sound good at all. Yeah, I have TMJ. My jaw hurts all the time. It clicks. Oh I can't open my jaw all the way. It affects my speech. God, the fucking roof leaks. The floor creaks. Yeah. It's a terrible draft. <laughs> Glass bones, paper skin. Like, I'm just a mess. I'm a mess. But That's fucking uh, awesome, dude. I've been thinking about actually getting Botox in my jaw. Really? Is that supposed to help, like, with inflammation or stuff? It helps with TMJ, yeah. Hmm. How does that work? Uh, they stick a needle in your jaw. And they inject something called Botox, I guess, into your jaw, and then it works. Dang. So, yeah, I don't really know much about it, but Jess uh, told me about it. So that sounds kind of painful because I know. I mean, Botox is normally used for like wrinkles, right? Yeah, lips, right? You can get it in your lips. I, I think so. I don't know. Yeah. So she she's been looking into it for me and said that it, it might be helpful. I just don't. I think it's considered. Um, I don't think it's like something my insurance would cover. I mean, nothing uh, is. Well, nothing yeah, really is. I mean, I guess because Botox is usually, uh, what do you call it? Cosmetic. Cosmetic, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so I, uh, I'm i a teeth grinder, and uh, it's not fun. I wake up, and my mouth's, like, dry. I also suck on my tongue. Does that I make th- sense? I thought you were about to say something else, but, yeah. <laughs> I suck on my own penis in bed? No, yeah. I... You suck when, on your uh, tongue? Yeah, I... Basically, I clear my mouth of all saliva. Mm-hmm. Like, I make my mouth really tight when I sleep. Okay. Like, I'm not swat. It's not like a type of thing, but, like, I like I suck all the water out of my mouth so I don't, like, suffocate, I guess. I don't know, or, or drown uh, on my own spit. But it, it when I wake up, my tongue hurts sometimes. I'm just a mess, I, and I can't control I don't know what to do. Man. If you're listening right now and you know what to do, please tell me. I, I really don't know. How does my life Brett is falling stop? apart. <laughs> How does Brett stop sucking on his own tongue? Yeah, it's not really sucking on my own tongue. It's just sucking my mouth dry. I just really don't even understand what you're saying, to be honest with you. Like, so, like, imagine you have a lot of spit in your mouth, right? Yeah. Like, you know how you can, like, suck, like, suction your mouth, like, and, like, get all your spit out of there? Yeah. I, <laughs> I basically do that in my sleep. All right. It's weird, but like, suck. like, in like voluntarily or like involuntarily, like it just. Like I think I do it, vol- it. No, I guess it would be involuntary because I do it to get comfortable. 
Like I'm clear. I, I'm basically doing it so I don't have to swallow as much. I guess I don't know, dude. Mm-hmm. It's weird. I'm a weird guy. I guess my body's yeah. weird. Let me ask you a quick question, Brett. What's that? Do you ever find it hard to work or study? All the time. Yeah. You ever think maybe I could use a little pick me up? All the time. I could use one right now. A little burst of energy that's not, you know, respawn five gum. Yeah, all the time. Let me ask you this. Or I'll tell you this, rather. Tell me. Aptcast is sponsored by Dubby. What does that mean? Dubby is a energy powder drink that you mix with water that was formulated to give you focus and energy with no jitters or crashes. Dubby's formula contains vitamins, amino acids, and nootropics, including the patented Neurofactor. Now, you're going to ask me what Neurofactor is. I'm going to tell you, don't fucking ask me what it is because I ain't telling you, all right? But what I can tell you is that Dubby's got no calories, no sugar, no artificial colors, no fillers, none of that bad stuff, the bad shit, okay? So if you find it hard to work or study... What you can do, Brett, is you can go to w.gg and use code SLICK to save 10% on checkout. Now, your normal energy drink, if you drink them, you know, thinking about, uh, what do you call it? Fucking... Respawn. Uh, fucking respawn, you know? Uh, fucking uh, Red Bull. May cost you anywhere from 2 to $3 per can. Dubby, just about a dollar per drink. Again, if That's you find right. it hard to work or study, go to w.gg and use code SLICK to save 10% on Dubby. Save 10% on your W order today, W.gg slash, no, check out, use code SLICK. I'm the, I'm so, you're so much better at this than I am. Oh, no, you're good. And, uh, yeah, so W sponsors have to cast. They don't pay us to do this, but what we will do is get a little kickback if you go to W.gg and use code SLICK on checkout. 10% off your order. Do it today. Suck us off. I have a little customer review. I give a little customer review, okay. Yeah, for W. Uh, five stars, <laughs> and then description just right. Uh, that's awesome, dude. Nice. Just lock it in, submit it. Mm-hmm. That's my review. Uh, I am drink- actually currently drinking Dubby. I mixed it up right before we started. I'm drinking uh, the Galaxy Grenade flavor, which is watermelon, guava, and lime. Um, they do have a bunch of other ones. I know you do normally drink Dub Sludge, right? Yeah, Dub Sludge is my favorite. It's the uh, Granny Smith apple mixed with something else. It's a secret ingredient. So yeah, They have a couple new flavors on there. Again, go to w.gg if you uh, find it hard to work or study and use code SLICK at checkout for 10% off. Let's start the show. <laughs> the show's already started. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I'm a big fan of W. I really do like it. This is not the ad read anymore. This is like yeah. the after the ad read. Um, but yeah, W's pretty good. Um, I've tried a lot of other energy drinks. Mm-hmm. Uh What's the one Mountain Dew Game Fuel? Because they rebooted Game Fuel. They rebooted right. Game Fuel. Yeah, it was right. just Mountain they, Dew. They right? respawned Game Fuel. Yeah, it was a Mountain Dew flavor. It was yes, but they re- basically rebranded it into their own energy drink. Not a fan of that idea. No, but it's also full of sugar. So I liked what I tasted. They have a one flavor I really liked, the red one, and the blue one was pretty good too. Um, but it, I wasn't getting the results I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um. They kind of made me feel like crap after drinking them. But Dubby, for some reason, like, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the Nootropics. Maybe it's that Nero factor. I, I don't fucking know what either of those are. Mm-hmm. But, like, I, and I've talked about this before, but, like, we'll go to a movie late at night at the, at the theater. 
and I'll find that I can like pay attention and not fall asleep as easily if I drink some dubby. So yeah, it works. Same. And it's not like it's not like jittery, you know, and I don't crash yeah. after it either. And before we started, I mean, I told you literally right before we started, I was like, I, I literally worked from 830 in the morning until about a little after six when we started and got together for this. And I was crashing and, you know, I've drank pretty much my entire shaker bottle full of dubby and just say I'm back, baby. That's right. It keeps me up too sometimes, which is the one downside, but that's what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to keep you up. It's an well, energy drink. Yeah, it depends on when you drink it too, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, big fan of Dubby. Yeah, no memes. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah. It's awesome, dude. It is awesome, dude. Energy drinks are not awesome, though, dude. I'll tell you what. Okay, yeah. Red Bull is gross. I don't know I've how never... people drink Red Bull. Yeah, I've never liked Red Bull, ever. <clears throat> Like, I just, I, yeah. like, I think back to, to middle school, specifically in high school, when, like, Monster and Amp were big, which yeah, I don't even know if they're still around or not. I mean, I guess they probably are. But, like, Monster, dude, that shit is fucking nasty. Never liked Monster either. I do like Amp. Or I did like Amp, I guess. They, I don't think they're around. <clears throat> well, that's a shame because... Quick story time. We th- we threw one of our friends out of a window back in the day to go purchase AMP when we were in, I guess, high school. Yeah, maybe even middle school at the time. I don't quite remember, but his grandmother, one of our friends, was watching us. Um, mm-hmm. She slept in a, a reclining chair in the living room. We were in his bedroom, mm-hmm. and he lived on the second story of an apartment complex. Right. And I remember she was nice, and she was cool, and I, and I loved her, but... Uh, I knew her for many, many years, but the thing was, she was very stern on us, like not being out past a certain time. So yeah. honestly, I don't even know what she would have done if we j- just walked down the stairs, but we were trying to be edgy and cool. And we decided we were going to throw one of our friends out the second story apartment window mm-hmm. and send him to get drinks. Yeah. But and not alcohol. <clears throat> no, no. Amp. Amp. Energy. Amp. And uh, yeah, because there was there was like a giant like a uh, grocery store. Um, in walking distance yeah like two seconds away walking distance pretty much and so we literally like fucking scooby-doo old-fashioned fucking cinched together bed sheets tied it around his waist and fucking threw him out the window and he kicked the downstairs bedroom window yeah neighbor uh probably got woken up from that and the thing we didn't consider was how we were going to get him back upstairs right so he just came up the stairs and woke up the grandma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so that, that made no sense at all. Damn, I fucking miss having absolutely no foresight at all and just doing stupid fucking shit. Yeah, speaking of stupid fucking shit, I have to take a quick stupid fucking shit. So um, mind if we pause this for a second? <laughs> no, go ahead, dude. I'll just riff. <clears throat> oh, you don't have to. We can totally pause it, but I'll, uh, yeah. All right. Thanks. All right, everybody. Well, Brett just uh, Brett just got up to to take a to take a poop. Let me tell you something about about Brett here. Um, if you think that <clears throat> you have a terrible intestinal system, you know, bowel bowel issues and things like that. Let me tell you, you got nothing on my man over here. I mean, this dude is like a professional shitter, right? So, like, he'll eat something, 
and like clockwork about mm, 10 to 15 minutes after the meal, sometimes in the middle of the meal. I, I mean, he is <clears throat> going to the bathroom. And, uh, you know, not great for him, but it's it's pretty impressive, honestly. And, you know, sometimes what gets me is he will he'll go to the bathroom and then, you know, a few minutes later, 20, 30 minutes later, he'll go to the bathroom again. And it's almost like he, he started going and then paused, you know, in the middle of it and then returns later to, to, to finish uh, going to the bathroom. And uh, <clears throat> that is pretty impressive. I'm a little phlegmy, so I'm going to take some water. But, uh, yeah, Brett, Brett's bowels are, are honestly a, a fucking, uh, they're a mess. And, um, yeah, he, uh, he's, uh, quite a serial, a serial shitter, if you will. So, and I don't really know if I should be impressed or worried for him, but, uh, you know, here we are. I also, <clears throat> I feel like him and I have talked about this before, but he, I think he said he goes, you know, he takes like a poop like three or four or five times a day. I think that's a lot. I'm, I'm a strict one to two. Like if, if everything is working downstairs the way it should, then um, I think I'm a one to two a day. I'll tell you what I do do like clockwork. So for those of you that are coffee drinkers out there, you'll probably know what I'm talking about and in you know you wake up in the morning the first thing i do is get myself a cup of coffee i pour that coffee take two three sips and my body's like yep it's time to go and so i don't know if this is if that's just you know something inherent to like the the chemical properties of coffee or if it's just like some sort of inherent reaction that my body has uh to it but like clockwork take two three sips of coffee and it's it's time to go i'm actually gonna look that up does coffee make you poop let's see let's see what uh cnn has to say why does coffee make you poop experts explain for some people coffee jump starts their bowel movements in addition to their energy Despite the drink's popularity, there isn't a lot of research on why coffee sends many people running to the bathroom within minutes of consuming it. So this is from, wow, this is actually a recent article from April 4th of uh, 2022. Uh, it says, in some cases, as with coffee and bowel movements, there likely just hasn't been the medical demand to merit serious investigation. Uh, this is Dr. Kyle Stoller saying this, who is the director of the gastrointestinal gastrointestinal motility laboratory at massachusetts general hospital director of gastrointestinal motility laboratory that man is in charge of a poop lab that man is literally in charge of a poop lab uh, he goes on to say it may also be a case of obviousness meaning it doesn't take multiple studies to know that coffee induces bowel movements when it's such a part of many people's daily lives well it's good to know that i'm not alone um, <clears throat> it says coffee's effect on colon activity might have more to do with the special compounds than just caffeine. There might be something special about coffee. And the research that exists proves that patients are right, said Stoller, 
who is also an assistant professor of medicine at Harvard Medical School. Okay, so this man is an assistant professor of medicine and in charge of a poop lab. That, that is awesome, dude. Um, all right, what else does he say here? It says, some small studies have shown that drinking coffee was more effective than warm water at, aduce, at inducing bowel movements. And that's saying something, since water is an in- integral part of normal digestion, digestion, with large amounts being released and reabsorbed by your digestive tract every day. Wait, warm water fucking... Whatever. This, of course, doesn't mean that adequate water intake isn't essential for your overall health. About 60% of your body is made of water. Gerald Jones, a registered dietitian, nutritionist, and spokesman for the Academy of Nutrition and Dietics, said via email, uh, we're uh, we're talking about poop, bro. We're talking about poop. Alright, I've been I've been riffing while you're gone and we've made an incredible discovery, I must say. What's that? So I started talking about bowel movements since we were going to take one <clears throat> and how coffee makes me poop in the morning. Yeah. Like clockwork. Mm-hmm. Dude. So there's apparently there's not a ton of studies about it, which is interesting. But that it is it definitely does help stimulate bowel movements. But what I want to read you is this is a CNN article. They quoted a doctor in here, dude, Dr. Kyle Stoller, and I want to tell you what this man's title is. Are you ready? I'm ready. He is the director of the Gastrointestinal Motility Laboratory at Mass General Hospital, Massachusetts General Hospital. That man is literally in charge of a poop lab. That's awesome. That is fucking awesome, dude. So can we can we do that? <clears throat> Be in charge of a poop lab? I mean, my bathroom is technically a poop lab, right? <laughs> yeah so yeah i think we could segue here because i think there's something i've always wanted to talk to you about because you never believed me and i have the proof right here and now i got you in a a setting where we could talk about this okay there is absolutely a correlation with barnes and nobles and having to take a shit really and i've said no i've said no to this yeah every time i've i've had this shit in a barnes and noble you're like you make fun of me and then when I t- tried telling you that it's like an actual phenomena, like it's something that actually happens to people, you didn't believe me. Okay, so what's the proof? So it's actually called the Mariko Aoki phenomena, and it's more common than you might think. This is coming from menshealth.com, and this is now a regular episode of Hapticast where I'm reading a scripted uh, Shout out to the news voice. article. Yeah. Uh, so at some point in the mid-'80s, the story goes, a Japanese woman named Mariko Aoki wrote a letter to a magazine confessing that she sometimes urgently felt the need to poop whenever she entered a bookstore. Hmm. Aoki, it turned out, wasn't alone. In the weeks that followed, many other people wrote in, explaining that they too felt the same urge in bookstores and libraries. Uh, The sensation became popularly popularly known as the Mariko Aoki phenomena, and there's a lengthy Wikipedia entry about it. Uh, It hasn't been medically or scientifically proven. Some doctors say they have anecdotal evidence to support the connection, between these quiet spaces and their ability to move your bowels. Mm. Um, They talked to Dr. Samir Islam, MD, a Texas-based gastroenterologist and assistant professor of medicine at Texas Tech University. He says it's more common than people realize, and I think people are just embarrassed to talk about it. Mm. I've also heard it called book bowels. (laughs) That's cool. Um, And then he says it's a psychological thing. There's a connection between the gut and the brain. It's called the gut-brain axis. And when we mentally, we feel mentally, 
what we feel mentally will affect our bowels. That's why when you're nervous, like taking a test, you have butterflies in your stomach. Mm. Uh, why bookstores or libraries specifically, though, it can also be found in other areas like parks and museums. The intensity of the information that you encounter in museums and libraries or the sudden quiet of a garden can trigger an autonom- aut- autonomous. autonomous? It, that's not the word, but it can trigger a response in your gut, basically. Mm. Uh, in a library or bookstore specifically, that's likely what's happening. Um, it's a from feelings of nervous tension in the face of all of the information represented on the bookshelves. Some theories suggest what? this. Some ser- some theories suggest that the smell of old paper or ink has a laxative effect, possibly mm. due to the association of reading on the toilet. Wow. So, and then the other thing is just anxiety, which I know I have. Right. So, yeah. But yeah, that's fair. I am speaking. I think it's the smell. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, maybe it's also the coffee particles in the air. Yeah. You associate coffee with that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I definitely do. I definitely do. And I mean, apparently there is some sort of medical basis on it, you know, as far as like the actual chemical makeup of coffee for consuming it but maybe there's also like a you know some sort of response from the smell which is possible i'm sure if you if your body drinks enough coffee and you poop from it when you smell it it's going to make you have to poop too because your your body's body's like like, oh yeah yeah it's like i'm ready to drink coffee let's let's get ready to to move the bowels yeah but speaking of like responses that's a good episode title let's get ready to move the bowels that's going to be this episode Um, a few, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, maybe it was last week before we were doing our regular episode of the pod for Hapticast. And I told you that I was so busy at work and I had so much shit going on between work and this other job that I'm about to start in the summer and all these things that I was getting like visceral anxiety from it, which I haven't experienced that much in my life. And my stomach literally hurt. Like it felt like my stomach lining was like on fire. And I was taking like I had like literally like diarrhea shits from yeah. from being so anxious. It's the first time in my life I ever experienced that, and I never want to experience it again. I'm here to tell you that that's literally my life every day, basically. Dude, that is terrible. That'd be so anxious and overwhelmed and nervous, which again I don't normally experience. Was like. My body didn't know what the hell was going on, and I wanted to, like, fucking jump off a cliff. When I was in New York for that panel where I had to wear the suit, this is yeah. a callback to the suits, um, I, I was so nervous and anxious that when I got back from the panel, I literally didn't want to do anything but lay in bed because my stomach hurt so bad that I was just shitting all day, mm-hmm. all night. And I'm not trying to be gross here. I'm not making this the shit cast. Mm-hmm. But I literally couldn't stop shitting myself. And I was so anxious and nervous. And when it was finally over, the amount of like torture I basically put my body through made mm-hmm. me want to just not do anything. I just wanted right. to lay there. I'm in New York City by myself. I've done my task that I right. came there for. I have all this free time. And I didn't want to do anything. I didn't yeah. want to do a single thing because my body was just so fed up. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. But um, yeah, it, it sucks. It, it was pretty terrible, and I think too it was. I was like, okay, you cannot allow yourself to feel that way ever, ever again. Especially not from like work, like main yeah. job. You know what I mean? Which is like not worth it. It's it's really not. Um, 
but yeah, I don't know. Not to be too serious, but I just never want to experience it. It was garbage. Yeah, no, it's it's not fun. It's not fun, and it really does take a toll on your body, like long term. Yeah, so. and it's not like I mean, it's I've been in stressful situations before between performing, I mean, directing shows, even having a lot to do, even in going back all the way to like undergrad and shit like that. But I've never got to a point where like I made myself physically sick from anxiety. Yeah, I would say that you're you're a very public person. Like a lot of the stuff you do is like. Maybe not public, but I don't know the right word for it. But like you're in the lot, not limelight either. But like, I mean, yeah, like I, you have a lot of people that you interact facing. with. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. So like, if I was you, I'd be literally shitting myself every day. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I can understand why that would happen to you that one time. Yeah. So it ain't happening again. Nobody else. Listen, the man ain't worth it. Yeah. So unless it's your own money that you're making and you're worried about, it ain't worth it. Right. Exactly. So. Yeah. Well, let's move on from shit. The shit cast. Yeah. I want to go back to games a little bit because I have something else that I I thought was pretty interesting. They released a list of the most popular video games by state in America. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you're not from America and you're listening to this podcast, uh, basically, there's 50 of them. (laughs) And uh, And each one has different types of people and they all suck. And... um, I just thought it would be kind of interesting to go through like some of the most popular states and see what the most popular mm-hmm. games are. They have it broken down by the year, like the like that year, which was mm-hmm. I think twenty twenty one, and also of the decade. Mm. Do you think, real quick, people outside of the United States understand what a state actually is like classified as? I don't because there's people in the United States that don't understand what a continent and a country is, and I'm one of Damn. them. If I'm being honest, you're fucking right. I'm really bad at like geography and maps and I'm, I'm awful. So mm-hmm. yeah, there's definitely people out there that, that don't know what a fucking state is. I would, I believe that. Mm-hmm. So let's look here. Uh, and for all intents and purposes, we're just going to assume, you know, what states are and what each, like the type of people in each state are. Mm-hmm. Like if I say Texas, right. Yeah. You know, that that's like Southern cowboy, S- right. Southern conservative. Yeah. Yeah. So we're just going to assume. What do you think the most popular game of 2021 was? In Texas? In Texas. And I'm going to give you a hint. It's honestly ridiculous how many entries it has in the states in general. Um, And it's a kid's game. It's a kid's game. All right. I'm going to pull up a list of just video games that released in 2021. This is not going to help me. This that is won't help you. List. It won't help you because the game did not come out in 2021. It was just the most popular game that year. Fortnite? No. All right, so hang on. So can I get what year it was released? It does not tell me that. Okay. So it's a kid's game not released in 2021. Is it like really old? Or just like it's a couple, older. A couple years old. It's older. Like not how, old, old. Like how old are we talking? It's a PC game. It's a PC game. Kids game P- Roblox? It is Roblox. Yeah. Uh, Roblox. Here, I'm trying to find the stats here. So Roblox got 20 different states. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Dude, no wonder that fucking shit is massive, dude. So Texas, for the decade, the most popular game, I guess, franchise would be Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay. Now, let me ask you this question. What are these metrics based off of? Just raw sales numbers or what? 
this is a new report reveals each U.S. state's favorite video game over the last year and highlights the gaming franchises which have taken the U.S. by storm. Uh, I got to find my source here. So it's from the website Statista, which I actually used when I was in marketing class. So this is a study called COVID-19 Impact on the Gaming Industry Worldwide Statistics and Facts. Uh, Yeah, it looks like sales. So they they looked at games that were being played at the time, popular gaming titles, uh, the sales, user behavior, mobile gaming, and streaming. Uh, it looks like I kind of have to pay to access like more of this. That's all right. I don't care enough. But yeah, so... Okay. Well, it says right here, how about this? One of the statistics they have is that top-selling free-to-play games 2021, Animal Crossing New Horizons. I mean, that's no surprise, yeah. right? Okay, that makes sense. So, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, all right, so yeah, uh, give me a state. Uh, let's, uh, so we're both East coast boys. Let's look yeah. at, uh, like PA Jersey, New York, Delaware, Maryland. All right. So PA. Yeah. What do you think is the top franchise? Like just judging by like the people, you know, what do you think the top franchise would be in PA last year? Uh, over the last 10 years, I'm sorry. Fortnite, Pokemon, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh, um, It's none of those things. It's, it's not even none those. of those. Halo. Nope. Gears of War. Madden NFL. Oh my god. In Pennsylvania, uh, and then the top game last year was Minecraft in Pennsylvania. Okay. Uh, obviously, huge boom with Minecraft with all the YouTubers and stuff. Sure. Jersey, the top game was Among Us, which again, sure. I mean, last, most of the last year. Yeah, so okay. I'm gonna be honest with you. The only games that are in the list of last year are Minecraft, Among Us, Roblox, Genshin Impact. Genshin Impact? Yeah, Genshin wait, so Impact. I, so wait, so out of across the entire country, those are the only games. Those are the most popular the games. Ones. Yep. Last there's, year. There's just nothing else. No, those are the games. That's fucking depressing. It's sad. Um I mean, play what you want to play, but yeah. Are we the problem? Maybe. Tony Hawk is in here a couple times for franchise. Really? Any any it's big, really, su- big surprises in regards to that? Uh Wyoming, the Assassin's Creed franchise is really big in Wyoming. Really? I think that's the only state that had Assassin's Creed, yeah. Hmm. Arkansas big Dragon Ball fans. Nice. Shout out to Arkansas. Um New Mexico is God of War. Oklahoma's God of War. Mm-hmm. Tennessee is God of War. Those are where my people are. Virginia is God of War. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, so just some interesting st- statistics here. Alaska. What do you think Alaska's favorite franchise is in the last 10 years? Uh, Fucking Ice Road Truckers, dude. I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's Pokemon. Okay, there you go. Shout out to Alaska. I mean, because Pokemon is... And the reason I said it earlier is because Pokemon is the most profitable franchise in gaming history, I believe. I believe that still wears the crown. Yeah. I'm here to tell you, 
it's only on the list once and it's for our, it's for Alaska. Damn. That's pretty surprising. Yeah. Uh, some franchises that are pretty surprising to me, metal gear is on here quite a lot. Really? Where at? Arizona. Okay. California. Really? Hawaii. Mm. Nevada. Okay. Uh, and West Virginia. Nice. So Metal Gear is a, yeah, it's a surprising one. Halo's on here a couple of times. Mario's on here. Sonic. Tony Hawk made a couple of appearances, which is cool. NBA 2K. Call of Duty. Mm. But Yeah. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. NBA. I know NBA 2K is really big, very popular. And so is Call of yeah. Duty. So. I would have argued NBA for PA. Just from when I worked at GameStop, I would have said PA yeah. would be NBA. But, but it's Madden. But it's Madden. Go Madden. Good old Madden. Didn't he die recently? John Madden? Yes. He's going to be on the cover of the next one, I believe. Did he die recently or has he been dead? Uh, I, don't, I don't think he died pretty recently. Um, let's see. John Madden death. John Madden died December 28th, 2021. My birthday. Wow. So that is kind of recent. John Madden died on my birthday. Rip. That's awesome. He that is was so awesome. 85. Rest in peace, John Madden. I don't like football, but. Died peacefully Tuesday morning, December 28th, 2021. Good for him, dude. I always want to go out peacefully. R.I.P.D. R.I.P.D., dude. All right, Brett. All right, Josh. What else you got? Is that it? Is that it for this episode? Yeah, it's been pretty much a tight hour for the most part. All right. You know, tight little tight little hour talking about literal turds, which was nice. Yeah, literal. Yeah. Um, well, the next episode will feature a lot less turds. Will it? It's kind of fun. I liked it. Yeah. You know, it allowed, good... allowed us to shoot the shit for uh, a while, not just about games. Yeah, talking about, uh, you know, Five Gum and course w energy that's our right. sponsors but um yeah listen if you like what you heard i mean make sure you follow haptic intel on across all socials uh, links will obviously be in the description across all your podcast services uh you can find us at youtube.com slash haptic intel you know go over to twitter follow us there for updates and uh you know just generally plug in drop us a line reach out and uh you know w.gg use code slick for 10 percent off at checkout all right, tune in uh, next time, the next episode where I ask why uh, every city has a Chinatown and what that means and why I am so bad at cities. All right. Bye-bye. Goodbye.